Welcome to episode 45 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to ten minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices And that really means looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of the information that we are being given is accurate and true, but some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and form our votes. A politic pledges to give high-quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant dates in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. This episode is a continuation of the series that we're doing in which Steve and I are examining the fallout of the presidential election of November 2020. Following the assault on the National Capitol building and the attempt by demonstrators to seize the House of Representatives chamber and enter into and control the Senate chamber, to temporarily take the government out of control. On January 6th, 2021, the political establishment called on President Trump to call off the assault. But President Trump, five hours after the crazy thing started, made a very mild statement of calling for peace and congratulating the demonstrators for attempting to stop the House and Senate from confirming the results of the Electoral College voting. However, once order was restored in the Capitol building, congressional leaders decided to get together and continue their business without missing a beat. Surprisingly, the Democratic and Republican leaders in Congress agreed to support the attempt to impeach President Trump in a a second time, citing the president's call to the election officials in Georgia to try to find, quote-unquote, 11,000 votes. In other words, to do whatever was necessary to invalidate the election in that state and give him the victory in Georgia. Then he called for a rally in which he encountered his his supporters and encouraged them to go up to the Capitol and battle it out 
with the legislators. This was so amazing because it had never been done in our 250-year history. So, on to the results of the impeachment vote. We look at the immediate response by the Senate to the proposition of removing President Trump from office before January 20th, and today is January 13th. So, we have less than a week to go, but there was a need to answer many questions that have been unanswered. And the first and foremost of all those are who are still in support of everything that President Trump wants to do to fundamentally change our country and how it operates. Again, this is why we need so many more of you people who hate politics to begin to take your responsibility seriously and study the issues Register to vote and then cast your ballot. Which direction do we want to go, forward or backward? President Trump has continued to claim that the Democratic Party and some Republicans have stolen or rigged the election, which is not true. And then he charges that they planned a series of steps to bring about his comeback in a way that the whole country would be accepting of the new outcome. Again, the progressive principle which is at stake in this whole situation is principle one. Increases civil liberties and personal freedom balanced by civic and personal responsibility. As we said in most episodes, we cannot claim to be Progressive when we're violating constitutional and progressive principles. Free and fair elections are the founding cornerstone of democracy. The vote has not been more important to you before now. And I'm not sure when you're going to hear this. It could be 2021 or 2050. This vote is extremely powerful and we are glad you're finally beginning to recognize and use your power. We need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country should take. Thank you for joining us, and we are looking forward to our discussion. Welcome to episode 45 of A Politic. And today we're talking with Steve, and the question is, where are the Republicans? They have been silent through most of this drama over the elections of 2020, or they've been contesting the um, election and saying that it was rigged, that it was uh, stolen, And so now, uh, yesterday, Steve, uh, we noticed that Jim Jordan got the Congressional Medal of Freedom. Yes, yes. I'm also told that, um, um, I forget his name, the California representative, uh, 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 he's also going to get the the Congressional uh, Medal of Freedom. Uh, I'm sorry? Let's see now. From California, not uh, uh, Nunez. Mr. Oh, Mr. Nunez, Nunez is also going to get course, it. Of yeah. course, that's great. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, really. Ironic. Well, you know, 
uh, next, uh, just as our listeners uh, who might be uh, listening to this if they don't understand, um, the Medal of Freedom is the civilian version of the Congressional Medal of Honor. In other words, there's no uh, award given to an American that is as high as the Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, the next one beneath it in American uh, culture is the um, Medal of Freedom. Yeah, that's great. So I can't think of too many people who deserve getting it from Trump than Devin <laughs> Nunes. Well, anyway, we're we're asking the question: Where are you, Republicans? And you were telling me, Steve, that you had called your congressional representative, Steve Stivers. This is, this podcast is originating from Central Ohio, and uh, today is uh, January twelfth of twenty twenty one. So you called your representative yesterday, and where? Uh, I'm sorry. What did you tell him? Well, um, obviously, as a, as a constituent, and we all as constituents, when we communicate with um, our elected officials, need to be polite and respectful, but um, convey um, with uh, you know a certain degree of uh, certainty uh, your perspective uh, to the elected official. And um, in, in the, Mr. Stivers um, has been a congressman uh, for several terms now, and he's also a a brigadier general um, in the Ohio National Guard. And so I made the point to him and I conveyed to him with respect that uh, uh, I knew he had some big uh, decisions to make in terms of his coming votes, but that the articles of impeachment for the second time that um, uh, are working their way through Congress as we speak uh, to uh, in, you know, um, impeach uh, President Trump, um, for what happened last Wednesday, uh, January 6th, um, that this wasn't an issue regarding Democrats or Republicans. This is an issue that faces Americans. And I, I tried to politely convey to the congressman that in both being a congressman and uh, a representative in the, in the uh, National Guard, he took two solemn oaths to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, not the office of the presidency or the office of the uh, Speaker of the House or majority leader in the Senate. It was to the Constitution. And the uh, charges being leveled against President Trump the second time are of such a grievous nature to the Constitution of the United States that I, I respectfully conveyed that I thought that he needed to, you know, all the words that needed to be spoken have been spoken. Now it's a matter of actions. And actions, as they say, speak louder than words. And uh, it will be interesting to see um, elected Republican officials uh, in both the House and the Senate to see where they come down on this second uh, round of impeachment charges against the. Uh, well, let's President go back Trump. a little bit to that, Steve, because we haven't specifically talked about the fallout from January 6th when the Congress 
building was essentially assaulted or let's say a very vigorous demonstration <laughs> to say the least and what happened after that the day the day or two after uh january 6th what ended up happening we haven't talked about that yet well um obviously i think uh all americans not only the the representatives uh, uh to the u.s congress were really uh shaken by it i mean the the the, the video that has come out subsequent to la the january 6th events in washington uh, that we didn't see in real time uh, when they were occurring have really brought to bear the, the people who assaulted the building at the front of this crowd. And, and I would say the majority of the crowd, they, you know, they milled around, they, they might not have gone up the steps of the Capitol, but the, the hardcore leading edge of this crowd, uh, they were loaded for bear, as they say. I mean, uh, they're, 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 they're using baseball bats and and they're grabbing police officers and beating them with American flags. And I'm going, you know, what does this look like overseas? How how do people see these images? I mean, you'd think you were watching something in Iran or Iraq, you know. Uh, uh, it, it really was um, uh, an image that uh, will, will probably haunt uh, America uh, internationally for quite some time and I think that um, um, the the scourge of those of those events are have, have so startled our elected officials that uh, many uh, at least on the Republican side are still reeling from uh, you know what they saw and heard and they're really caught between a political heart and a uh, rock and a hard place uh, do they defend and protect the oath that they took as elected officials to the Constitution, or are they going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, surround the dear leader, you know, and uh, and and basically uh, accept um, what he did as being uh, the new normal? And this this is a this is a, a moment of reckoning for the American way of life, I think. Well, I'm going to put in the show notes, actually the full Trump speech and the full Trump event, in case anybody's interested, it's about three hours long and it gives Trump's full speech, which is not that long. And it shows uh, Don Jr. and uh, Rudy Giuliani and the whole event from beginning to end. And it's just, you know, there are no comments. It's just the event. And, and then just the show... words out of their own mouth, and uh, you know, it, to me, it sounds like you know, storm the Bastille. You know, yes. uh, I mean, it, it, the words, uh, uh, you know, speak for themselves. And and to, and after the events, to go, oh well, I really was just, you know, kidding, or you know, it was just a manner of speech. Well, um, words have consequences, and uh, uh, we're lucky that uh, not more than. Five people, unfortunately, lost their lives as a result of those events. And uh, well, actually, it's more. Uh, you know, it's and, one and more. To, it's one more. There were six people because a second oh, yes, police, yes. Capitol Police yeah. officer died. Yeah. But uh, when you have the uh, lead attorney for the president uh, at that rally, uh, you know, basically utter the words to the crowd, the assembled multitudes, uh, you know, uh, trial by combat. 
Well, I mean, uh, the word in the impeachment charges that, that, that stand out in the title is sedition. And, and those events and those, uh, those comments were seditious. And if that isn't, then uh, what is? And if we don't hold people accountable for those uh, events and uh, statements, then uh, uh, I don't know where the line is anymore. Well, we'll just call that a show for today. And basically, we will find out later on this week uh, what the impeachment vote is. And I thank you very much, Steve. We're going to have President Trump impeached a second time. First time in American history. Yep. Talk to you later. Yep. Take care. Thank you for joining us for episode 45 of A Politic. As you can see the results of spinning false narratives about elections, these can promote injustice and be an impediment on progress. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues and to discern the truth about elections or any other event or issue that when they cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistent, reliable, and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of the clarification of our identity and our course moving forward. Your vote determines our future. Again, I'm talking to all you people who haven't been voting. That 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then cast your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 10 to 50 years. Good luck. Now we're going to continue to look at this controversy over the election, the impeachment of President Trump, how that's turning out, and we're going to move forward toward the inauguration of the new president, which is coming up in about a week. So we look forward to you joining us for episode 46. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you.